Welcome back, Empower Nation, to Empower for Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. Today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsforwomen.com. If you want to head over to that website, there is, for a limited time, an ebook available to help you get started on your financial future. And I am super excited today. I have Dr. Holt, and I am excited to learn more about her story and how her journey started and where she is at today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, Angela. And um, I'm Dr. Holt. I am an internal medicine physician and also a real estate investor. Uh, but given the fact that I've invested in so many other um, channels, I look at myself as a true entrepreneur. And um, my journey did not start being a physician. Um, I'm an immigrant. I came to United States on about when I was 26 years old. Wow. Prior to me coming to United States, I already had a bachelor's um, in education with um, chemistry as my major teaching subject and zoology as my minor teaching subject. So essentially, I can say that I'm triple boarded because I have three majors. Um, but that wasn't originally what I started with what I wanted to do. I want, I've always wanted to be a physician. I've always wanted to treat people, make people feel better is something that has always been um, my passion from when I was a little kid. So back home, I was supposed to be a physician, but unfortunately, one thing led to another. I wasn't able to get into medical school over there, but I've heard people say that America is the land of opportunities. So that kind of, you know, I had that at the back of my head before I even relocated to the United States that, well, if America is the land of opportunities, definitely when I get to the United States, I'm going to pursue being a physician and being a doctor. And so that's what I did. But the journey was not always that smooth. The one thing that I can tell people is if you have a dream, if you have a goal, you have a why, that is going to keep on propelling you to move on. Because I have that goal that I've always wanted to do something, I did not stop. So I kind of, and, and this is funny because my daughter asked me the same thing the other day. She said, mom, I, I've never seen you not having a job. All my friends talk about when their parents didn't have a job, when this happened, when that happened. I've always known you transition from one job to the next, to the next, to the next. How did you do that? I mean, like I said, well, girl, you must have an insight and a foresight. Where do you want to be? When yep, I was that, in my it's 20s. That future, it's that future thinking. Always be one step ahead because yes, you need always to know where your next move is. Five steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Have plan A, plan B, plan C. If one doesn't work out, another one should work out. And so what I kind of did when I was growing up was in my 20s, I kind of look at myself and I said, where do I want to see myself? And I have all these goals. So I said, well, obviously I cannot achieve all of this at the same time. So what I did was I kind of broke my life into decades. And I said, at the first 10 years in my 20s, which would take me to my 30s, this is what I want to achieve. And I wrote it down. 
And then from my 30s to my 40s, this is what I want to achieve. And I wrote them down. And when I got to my 40s, having achieved everything that I said I was going to achieve in those years, which is I want to be married. I want to have children. I want to get everything out of the way. I want to be financially stable. I want to be able to go on vacation with my children. I want to give my, my children whatever they need uh, because I didn't grow up being wealthy. I grew up extremely poor. So I didn't want my children to have that kind of childhood that I grew up with. So um, I, I, so when I, when I make those plans and I set those goals and they're easily achievable goals, I mean, not easily, it's a lot of hard work. Hard work. But, yes, but they're achievable with the hard work. So when I got to my 40s now, I looked at myself and I said, now I have to start preparing for my retirement. I don't want to be a, a, a liability to the government when I retire. So then the goals that I set, I have to change from every decade now to every five years. Because obviously 10 years is a long time when you're in your 40s. And then we see people die before they become even 60. So, I mean... Right. I'm just being a realist here. I'm being mm -hmm. extremely realistic with myself. And I said, okay, so when I get in my 40s, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have charities. I want to have this. I want to have that. I want to give back to the community. And in order for me to be able to do that, I need to have a solid financial goal and financial plan and be able to have financial freedom myself. Because if I don't, then I can't do anything for anybody, right? Even if you set up a charity, you still have to have a little bit of money to get that charity going before people start to support you. So now I came to the United States and I became a physician and I thought, oh yeah, everything is nice and dandy. No. <laughs> then I realized, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Now I push myself in a separate tax bracket that about 35 to 45% of everything I earn have to go in taxes. And I still have to leave. So the more money you make, the more taxes you pay, the more your responsibilities are. And if you don't have a solid plan, you will not make ends meet. And that's where I started using the knowledge that I gained when I used to do my father's bookkeeping when I was nine years old. My dad trusted my educational acumen that he will bring these big ledgers from his business and I have to balance the books. So I started from very basic things. How much am I earning? How much am I spending? And cut out all the unnecessary expenses. But, you know, it's not so much about, it's, you can only save so much out of how much you earn. Your expenses are the same. The only true way to get financial freedom is to have chains where you can have more income, not nickeling and diming yourself and cutting coupons and everything. It just doesn't make it. <laughs> yep. So a couple of things that I just want to touch on that I've been writing down while you were talking, because there was a lot of good information there. So always being five steps ahead. Love that because you never know when your environment is going to be changing. So I love that piece of advice yes. and how you wrote down your goals and made it visual but not only did you have goals but you had a belief behind it like you truly believe this is where I'm going to be in the future so I love that 
I yes. love that you're getting your your daughter involved because school systems do not teach financial education. It's our responsibility as parents to do that. So that's huge. And the fact that you give back. And you were talking about financial education already, like knowing your numbers, really, truly not looking at what your costs are, but how do I create more income so that I can have that financial future? So yes. I love some of those points. So sorry, go ahead, keep going. Yeah, so, um, so and, and speaking of which, my daughter got that financial part so down that she created her own podcast called Saints in the City. So now she's teaching little children how to understand finances. And I'm like, oh, well, my job's done here. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I, this, I love this podcast because women have to have this awareness. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of women depending on their spouses, you know, relationships, even if their relationship is abusive because they don't know how to get out of it. They don't know how to create this financial wealth or financial freedom, or even to just get up and go get a job. So that's why I really, really like what you're doing. This is absolutely phenomenal. Please, more and more women have to be encouraged to listen to how they can become independent financially. So having said that, I became a physician and the taxes are enormous. And I started thinking, how can I make this work? Then I remember that growing up, my dad used to send me to landlord association meetings. And all the old men <laughs> in the landlord association meeting, they have properties everywhere. They don't work anymore, but every month or every year, they collect rents from all these properties. So I started thinking, these men must have, they must know something that I don't know. There must be something behind real estate that gives these men financial freedom out of which they send even their children abroad to go study. If they know well enough, they're not going to be able to afford that because the government is not the one helping them. So there has to be something in real estate. So I started looking more into real estate. But, you know, being in America, and I have friends also, and we started talking about stock, we started talking about this, so I got a, I got a wealth advisor, and I invested money in stock market, boom, the crash happened in 1988, uh, 1998, right? It kind of rallied in the 1999, 2000, but it was never the same. So I said, uh-oh, no, I'm not putting my money in stock market anymore. <laughs> then the real estate came. And then I also saw that back home in Nigeria, where I came from, a lot of people are having um, gas um, companies, like, you know, they have gas stations. And I started looking at that. There has to be some money in something coming from the soil, the oil and gas. Mm -hmm. Actually, a friend of mine opened a huge gas company back home in Nigeria. So I said, okay, that's another channel that you can diversify if you don't want to put everything in real estate. The bottom line is you have to create several channels where you can have money coming in. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. I went to a conference in January of this year and I met a super phenomenal woman who had 13 chains of income 
that wow. she created. 13. Wow. wow. I thought I was doing well until I met her. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm a baby here. <laughs> so essentially, that's what it has to be. Little here and there is what little um, uh, drops of water is what makes an ocean. If you create different channels where you can make money, then you can be truly wealthy and create that financial freedom and you will not have to trade your time for money. Right, because so, if we have one of those channels and that environment changes, this, then you're not all invested there. But definitely do your education on each of those channels. Find that expert like you did, learn from them, and then create another channel for yourself. Exactly. So in the aspect of real estate, which is where I'm majorly invested, um, again, you know, you cannot depend on yourself alone that, okay, I know how to do this. People lose money in these businesses if they don't know how. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I did was I, I learned a little bit. I bought a piece of land in my home country and I built 16 units back in 2018. But another knowledge that I pick up from there is if you invest in a country where the currency exchange is different, I mean, the currency is different from where you are and you have to convert that currency, you may not make as much profit as you think that business is lucrative. Hmm. So that's another lesson learned from there. But whatever happens to me, girl, I always look at it as another avenue to learn. It's never a negative for me. Right. It's a learning experience. Right. I learn from it and I tell people don't make this mistake because I already made it. Yeah. It's not a failure. You're learning. It's not a failure. It. It's uh -huh. a learning experience. Uh -huh. So then I decided, okay, now I want to come to United States. I need to learn how to do the real estate properly so I don't lose money. And so how do I do this? So I started learning enrolled in mentorships and memberships of real estate um, investment um, companies, uh, buy books, um, listen to people. And the most important thing also is the mindset. Mm -hmm. if, when I came to United States, I used to see those big apartment buildings. I never for one day thought I would be able to do it because of the mindset that I came with. So you also need the knowledge to get rid of all those negative beliefs that you have, those limiting beliefs that makes you think, I can't do this. I can never do this. It's extremely important. And also surround yourself with people who are successful, people mm -hmm. who are go-getters, mm -hmm. people who set goals for themselves and they make sure they achieve it. Because the first five people within your circle, those are the people you're going to become, unfortunately. Yeah. So if you surround yourself with poor people, people who don't have an insight, people who, who don't have no goals, they have no ambition, that's exactly who you're going to be. Right. Negative people, like I, I cannot negative. have the negativity in my life anymore. Exactly. So those are all the things that, you know, they, and believe it or not, you may not know it, but in your subconscious mind, they are limiting you. So you have to put it out there and say, okay. This is it. I've never thought I can do this. I never thought I can do that. I've never thought I can do this. Write them down and start tackling them one by one. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. And I, I remember my daughter when she was growing up, I always tell her, you can be whatever you want to be. 
Mm-hmm. And I always tell her at that time, the sky is the limit. And then one day when she went to college and she came back, she told me, mom, do you know the sky is not the limit anymore? Like you used to tell me. <laughs> I said, really? She said, yeah, because people go to space now. So there's no more sky limiting anybody. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome, awesome. Well, I love your story. I love how you came to this country, decided that you're going to be a physician to help other people, but also create generational wealth so that you can do your passion, earn the income that you want, and take advantage of the IRS tax system that we have in this country, right? That's a huge part of being here. So definitely love your story. So I've got a fun question for you. Yes. Um, If you could pick a superpower or super talent that you do not currently have, what would it be and why? I think that superpower will be relating to people. Believe it or not, even though as a physician, I, I, I see a lot of people, I still think my relationship skills could be better. Because this business and any business is a relationship thing. It's how you relate to people, be it your employee, be it uh, your business partner, be it your friends. That's what makes the whole thing. Relationship is everything. I, I, thought, I mean, I, I do not look at myself as somebody who have that people skills that I can be in a room and I can just talk to everybody. I'm still kind of introverted in some ways. So if anything, I think that's what I would love to be an extrovert. We used wow. to tease my daughter that um, she's so extroverted that if you drop her in a plane out of nowhere, she will find friends within five minutes. She will find five friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the kind of people skills that I, I want to have. Well, I can tell you, I feel like I can relate to you. I can feel your heart when you speak. So I think you are an amazing person. I love what you're doing. Um, if anyone has any questions in the audience and they want to get a hold of you, Dr. Holt, what is the best way for someone to reach you? So it's https colon forward slash forward slash connect.promericapital.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, I love what you're doing. I'm and so on that on that website, I have a book called Let's Talk About Freedom, and they can download that book for free. And it's talking about my journey and how I invest in real estate and how I started small investing passively. And right now, as a passive investor, I have about 2,085 units that I'm invested in. As and now that I'm crossed over to being an operator, I'm close to 600 units that I'm invested in. That's amazing. So it's possible. You just got to get started. It's, you just have to get started. I also wrote some books to empower women. One of them is called The Walk, and that's going to be on Amazon very soon. Then there's one that I wrote with 29 other women, making 30 of us, which is Real Women in Real Estate. Nice. Another one that I wrote with 23 other women, making 24 of us, is describing my journey as an immigrant. And that title is Powerful Immigrant Females 
and it just talks about the, you know, all the um, problems that we encounter when you come into the country as an immigrant and how we navigated through those challenges. Awesome, awesome. And my message is, if I can do it, every woman can do it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, again, I appreciate you being on the show today. This is another episode of Empower Her Money, where our goal and focus is to provide empowerment and education for women, as we did today, wherever you are, doesn't matter. As long as you can get started today and move forward, then you definitely have a chance on this journey. So Dr. Hall, again, thank you so much for sharing your story and being on our podcast today. I truly appreciate it. And until next week, everyone, thank you so much. Thank you.